Obviously, guys, don't don't bend over because it's gonna accentuate my fupa areas. <laughs> you don't want to accentuate it. Here, I'm just gonna do this. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dueling Dilettante Podcast. Uh, you know who we are because you're all our family members, and I don't have to introduce myself. But in case you're a random person that just uh, you know stumbled upon this, uh, my name's Sterling. My name's Chandler. Yep, and we are brother-in-laws, and we live six houses down from each other. So we're doing this now. This is coming at you pre-recorded from Tucson, Arizona. Yep. Yep, so this is this is home base for us. Well, just a quick recap. We, we've done a podcast before. There's, there's episodes on this channel before, and if you haven't yep. listened to it, maybe you weren't around in 2018 when we were doing this the first time. <laughs> It's going to be a little different. The The yep. original idea of the podcast is to kind of explore the world of hobbies and different sports, maybe obscure things. And I guarantee you, if you are into cornhole, it's our fault. We did that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yep. Because... I think we brought that craze to Arizona, single-handedly. I, I, at least to the people we know. Like, to our family. That's 100% true. So basically, I mean, our last vacation did have a homemade corn cornhole set. It sure did, Everyone's, which we did dominate. By the way, of course, of course we did. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the idea originally was for us to do different sports and activities, and then review them and basically give an an expertise of a dilettante, mm-hmm. which is someone who gets involved and has some level of expertise in a variety of things without ever mastering anyone. Jack of all trades, master none, essentially. Yes, it's a fancy French word for that. So um, so that's what we did in the past. It, it's great. I don't. I anticipate us trying to do something like that again. Mm-hmm. The issue is the outings, the things where we would actually go and um, perform said activity, they're hard to schedule. Because if you're trying to do some bigger things, those bigger things are not always around. And then, and now we're in Corona times. Corona, that was all pre-Rona. Yeah, that was a different world. So, Mm -hmm. so we've made us, we've made some format changes and I'm going to go over those with you guys now. Hopefully this will be a lot more interactive and something that you guys at home can help us out with. So I know some of you are very into the podcast. You're excited about it. You want us to do all these crazy things, and we want to do them, or at least talk about them. Yeah, there was a couple suggestions that I, w- I would not entertain at all. But we can talk about anything. Oh, we can talk about anything, but I'm not going to Zumba for instance. We can definitely talk about Zumba. So that so that's one of the format changes we're gonna we're gonna institute in this generation or season of the podcast. Um, coming at you guys now. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to break this whole podcast every week. We're going to try to go for a weekly schedule release for as long as we can possibly do it. Um, and we're going to try to go 15-minute segments, smaller segments, something that's a little bit more manageable for you guys to, to get into so we're not just rambling on about 
who knows what. Yeah, that was super fun for us. We just kind of let it roll. Just turn on the mics on. I love love hearing myself in these (laughs) microphones. It is my favorite thing. Ariel's going to come down and just see me with my headphones on listening to my own voice. How many times did you listen to the original? The well, I think I just looked at it. I think there's like 180 listens of the last podcast that we did. I'm at least 50 of them. Yeah. Well, we only had like five family members listen to the first. And one, I don't so. think anybody got all the way through. They were like, "Well, that's sweet," and yeah. then they just they taped. We it lost them in like hour or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> lost them in an hour or two. So, so, so we're gonna institute some changes. That's that's what we're yep. trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do smaller segments. We're going to do more uh, interactive things with the people at home. Um, the people at home are you guys, if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, fu- Facebook page, social yes, medias. Yes, social medias. You can get involved. Basically, you can send all of the information that we're going to talk about today just to that. Um, the Facebook page, just direct message it or post in a comment on it, whatever you want to do. And then we can do that. So, mm-hmm. a couple segments that we're going to institute. And we're not going to do too much of them today just because, you know, this is kind of a table-setting podcast for us. And then hopefully we get some insight from you guys and we can get moving. Um, One that we're both really excited about is uh, product reviews and summaries. So we get into a ton of different hobbies, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, we all own pellet grills now. Yep. I was the, the original. Yeah, you did. And in typical Chandler fashion, you bought the biggest possible pellet grill. It's, it's, you know, it's a kind of philosophy I, I live by, speed and power. Speed like and power. The, the majority of issues can be solved by one or other or in combination. Yeah, you've never met a problem you, you haven't applied that principle to. No, not speed and power. Speed and power. So he's speed and powered and now has like twice the size of my pellet grill in his backyard. It's so big, he can't even run it on his regular outlet nearby. He has to run it to a different one. Mm-hmm. Special outlet. So he runs it through a window in his house. He has to open a window and yep. extend extension cord. And that that's there's no red flags with that. No, I mean maybe, but <laughs> I, I I blew I do I do some tape on the window to keep you know the smoke out and the flies and whatnot. Oh good, so that's good. I think well, we're good. At least you're thinking that part through. So we're gonna do product reviews. You can send us products for us to review. We'll just bring some of the fun things that we got. Um, and just kind of explain if you're getting into different hobbies. Because if you're getting into different hobbies, you got to buy things. Like my father-in-law, who's going to listen to this? He's one of our five listeners. He's one of these guys that, like, if he gets into a hobby, he now, within a week, he owns all the things. <laughs> he owns all the things for that hobby. Mm-hmm. And it's extreme. It's yeah. extreme. Like, I was telling him last night, he, he's into carpentry now. Mm-hmm. So he does, you know, he made some really great furniture for around the house. Um, but like he's done like three projects. He now owns more equipment for woodworking than my father and you both who are in the construction field. <laughs> he has yeah. this huge Milwaukee light tower, the eight, the 18 volt one. Oh yeah. He owns that. I don't oh, know okay. why. All I don't right. know why. Got a little dim in the house. Little... I mean, yeah, he has lights at his house. That's the part. The you know garages do get dim you know that's where the majority of the, the hobby woodworkers not his no he has the bright now <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like a football sun. stadium it's in there. basically the Milwaukee Sun Maker <laughs> Sun Maker hey there we go that's a, that's a good product name man oh dude if we could ever, if we got sponsored by Milwaukee because a couple of things you're gonna hear 
because if you're buying any other tools that don't say Milwaukee on the side, you're a child. Yeah, you'll be buying another one in a year. So. It, well, it's it's just if I'm at Home Depot and I see somebody holding a Ryobi drill like in a box, noob. I don't. I think way less of that person. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't save that person if like so, if a <laughs> catastrophe was gonna happen. I'm like, you're not worth it. You're not worth it. Like you're the type of person that buys Ryobi. I can't. I can't be a part of this. Hey, but Ryobi, if you want to sponsor this video, we may sing a different tune. No. No. <laughs> no, that's the one, the one we're turning down. There's a couple. There's a couple sponsors we'll never, never allow because it doesn't. It doesn't reflect well mm-hmm. on us as humans. Okay. Ryobi. Ryobi. The Toyota Prius. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. ASU. Anything, yeah. Anything ASU for obvious reasons. Bear down. Bear down. Go um, And then Febreze. Oh, you got, you got a beef with Febreze? Yeah. No, I don't need that. If you're not really doing anything, that's a lie. I have Febreze in my car. It's, this is fresh to me. I have Febreze in my car. I spray it every time I get in the car. It still smells. Mm, you think it's just a big sham? I think it's a lie. I think they're like, this is... It's like Michael's secret stuff. It's just water in there. Michael's secret stuff. I, it's, you know it's, it's LeBron's secret stuff now. Yeah, it's fake. Oh, dude, the new Space Jam? Yeah, it's coming is out. It, are they still doing that, or did well, LeBron you know, get it? Well, you know, LeBron got it. LeBron took it out. I hate it when LeBron That and it. Top Gun, man. Top Gun got Ronald. Dude, super mixed feelings on Top Gun. But we're getting off topic. Let's get back to it. So that's going to be one. Product reviews is definitely going to be one of the things we can do. Um, We're also going to do an advice segment. One of my favorite things about being a dilettante is sharing my knowledge on anything that you're doing. I know a little bit about it. So if you have questions on different topics or just life, just life questions like, hey, should I do this thing? I'll have an opinion. There and Chandler will have an opinion. Yeah. And we'll lead you in the right direction. I don't know if it's the right direction. We will lead you in a direction. I have given a lot of life advice to different people. I've never led them astray. You're, you're batting a thousand life advice for us? I think so. And when they don't, it's especially true when they don't follow my life advice. So you're right either way is what you're saying. Well, if, if you don't follow my advice, your life probably going to suck. Okay, so here it is. Anybody that Sterling has ever given life advice to that may be listening to this podcast, go ahead and reach out to us. Let this, us know how this went. I am so excited. Please do that because it's only going to testify how great of a life coach I am. Well, you you are you are claiming a thousand bad never. So I've will, never I've never failed anybody. That'll be the first one. That'll be the first open messages that we have. Is please, yes, yeah, send in send in. If I've given you life advice, please post it on our Facebook page. Hit us on our Instagram and Twitter. Except I can't remember the password to our Twitter. So maybe don't do Twitter. Like 2% of the U.S. population does Twitter anyway. Yeah. It's basically, I go there twice a day just to get angry. Yeah, I mean, it's full of angry people. Oh, it's so angry. It's like 2%, and they're just the most angry people. And they just hate everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone's triggered, man. Everyone's outraged. But especially on Twitter. I feel like on Instagram, there's like still some nuggets of hope. Like, you can see some puppies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you posted a picture of a puppy on Twitter, and like, you go to the puppy, the puppy... Like hashtag on Twitter, it's all these angry posts by people like puppy mills. Blah, oh, blah, did you adopt? Yeah, save the lives of the mm. puppy. It's like, dude, I, which I, were I, pro puppy? I have a puppy right now. I just wanted to see a picture of a puppy playing with a dandelion. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Yeah. And now I'm angry. Yeah. At people who run puppy mills. That's I don't need that. No. That's why Instagram. You don't need that in your life. That's why you need Instagram. So, anyways, 
back to our format. Yeah. We'll, so we'll send those messages in. Life advice. Life advice given. that I've given you. Uh, questions for advice that we can do. We're going to do product reviews. We've already talked about that one. Um, we're going to do a current event segment every week where we talk about just different things. And you can just get our opinions on things that are coming up. And we're just going to give you those. They can be funny. They can be sports-related, non-sports-related. And then, of course, we're always going to try to highlight, moving forward, sports you should be getting into and sports that, if you haven't tried yet, you should you should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if an opportunity for us to do an outing, like a, like a dilettante outing, like we did with the cornhole games, mm-hmm. if that presents itself, then we're going to just go ahead. We're going to do that. Yeah. That being said, we're going to try, I don't know. I don't know. We may get into the political side of things, but I think we're going to try and steer clear of that. Just, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll flow with it and, and, well, and see. Seeing, seeing that our viewership is rather small, we're going to try to keep it just real apolitical around here. That's not what we're looking to do. But I'm going to call it. If it's a spade, it's a spade. I'm going to call it. I, I, I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you. And like you said, we, we've got like family members here, so they pretty much know how we, where we stand and how we but feel. We're, but right now we're talking to that one person. Yeah, I mean, you know but I mean? hey, you know, we are pro-American. We will say that. I mean, yeah. You can see the bottom here. Boom. You know? Yeah, the rest of that is an American flag. Um, yeah, so we're real excited about the podcast. What's the... Chandler, what's the one thing you've missed about doing the podcast over the last year and a half? Uh, you know, we turn these mics on, and it's just like an electric factory, man. It just flows out of us, and uh, I've, I've missed that feeling. Uh, dude, I'm right there with you, champ. I got all this stuff out of the bag today because I have a dedicated backpack to all the podcasts. Of course stuff. you do. Um, and it just felt good, dude. It was just like, yes, this is what we're supposed to do. This is This was us. Yeah. So I've really missed it. I, I've missed, I've missed like being involved with the world in mm. a different way. Because you get tied up in whatever you're doing, right? Like your day to day. And the podcast is just a great opportunity for us, really, to to kind of vent our own thoughts and feelings. And then hopefully, it's something where you guys can get a little bit of a, you can get to know us a little bit better, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, and that's a, the other thing too that I had enjoyed about it is that hearing people that listen to the the originals. When that made their day a little bit better, you know? Like, that's that's an awesome feeling, too, is being able to entertain you guys for, you know, an hour or so every day. Dude, that's what it's all about. And that's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. One of the segments we're going to do, because between the two of us, we probably listen to... Many, many hours. Dude, many hours. Like, in a week, I'm probably I'm probably putting down... I, I have run... During Corona, I have run out of podcasts. Yeah. Time to listen yep. to. Because I listen to them all day long. So, one of the things that we're going to actually start doing is... We're going to bring segments of a podcast that we've listened to and kind of just, if it stood out to us, like maybe it's not a podcast that you guys are into and you want to learn a little bit about all the things, because about 90% of the facts that I share on a daily basis come from the podcast that I'm listening to. Yeah, that's true. And stories and different things, and if I find something that's pretty sweet, I'll point you in the right direction and summarize it and take all the credit for the... This is what I know about this subject. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about the FDA and how it handles drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I can learn about that and then forget about that in a weekly basis and then just keep moving on. Just um, filling your head with more stuff. Yeah, I know so many things about so many things. For a week period of time. And then I lose it all. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the pod, a same podcast a second time and then you're like, I don't even remember when... They were talking about this, like, 
Because you listen to a podcast and you think you're listening, but you're really not. Well, here's my problem. They like say something interesting, mm-hmm. and then I am my mind works in such a way that it's like it goes off on that tangent, and like I'm thinking about what they just said, and by the time I clue back in, they're like three other subjects down the road. Yeah, and I'm they've like, moved on. Oh gosh, like what did they say? And I I rewind quite a bit because I don't want to miss stuff. Yeah, can't miss it. Speaking, here's one that I thought was super interesting. If you're not listening to the Meteor podcast, Steve Romero, mm. get into that. Even if yeah. you're not a hunter, it's a great. It's a great podcast. He's a great orator and mm. great speaker. He's an amazing guy. But did you hear the one they did at the antler place? Did you yes. listen to that one? Yes. That did you see the, the footage of it? That was incredible. Yeah. That yeah. was incredible. To, to fill everybody in, and the Mediator Podcast is a hunting podcast. It's, it's a great thing. But one thing that they, they did, it wasn't this week, it was last week. Mm-hmm. They went to this place where this guy has 16,000 shed antlers. Like, shed antlers. Basically, deer and elk and undulates mm-hmm. shed their antlers on a yearly basis. And this dude just walks around and finds them. He now has 16,000 of them wow. of it's various size and shapes. Very impressive. Dude, it was like, it was insane. I was trying to imagine what that room smelt like. Ooh, I never thought about that. I bet you it smelt good, but like... A good that I don't know. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, is it a musky smell? Is it? Because it looks like wood. Yeah. Like when you see it, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that must smell like wood. But it's definitely not because no, it's, it's bone. Yeah. Right? So you're like, oh, what's a bony smell? What's bone smell like? I drive by. I don't know. Drive by. And I sniffed my antlers. Yeah? Yeah, my little spike antler that I got over there. Did you, what kind of aroma did you pick up? Smell like my house because it's been in my house for so long. Mm, so maybe it just smells. See, like but that's what I mean. I think if you have sixteen thousand of them, they just absorb each other. And now it, it. I think it's just so smelly. It would have its own smell. I'm not saying smelly bad. I'm just saying smelly, unique. Mm, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but yeah, that's good. We were also uh, one that I really enjoyed doing. It was a couple months ago, mm-hmm. but it was so fascinating. Is. Uh, we listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. That's mm-hmm. one that we listen to pretty consistently. The guy had a guy on there talked about mushrooms and how his firm belief that mushrooms were going to save the world. Oh, that the, was a while ago. Yeah, this dude was wearing a mushroom leather hat that mushrooms. I could not stop looking at. Mush. Wait a second. Mushroom leather. Mushroom leather. Look it up. It's a thing. Amazing. Was he looking like Toad from? Yeah, kind of. Like, That's hilarious. It, oh man, it was it was fascinating. The, oh. Some of the stuff on, on these mushrooms. So like, what's it do? The the mushroom. The mushroom. What's it do? Oh, I mean, there's the there's the hallucinogens, the the of ones course. that take you take you into other realms. You can't you can't listen to a Joe Rogan podcast without learning learning about hallucinogens. Yeah. It's about in every episode. But every episode. I mean, you know what? That's what I appreciate about podcasts, man, is that there's so many different opinions and so many different views of the world that uh, you're you're pretty much a dilettante by consuming all of that content. I've listened to Joe Rogan talk about di- like being high on different hallucinogenics that I now feel like I've experienced. Yeah, you don't have to go on those trips. You I'm know not, exactly what's going to happen. You're going to go into anymore. a different realm, and you're going to see... You know, walls move and yeah. or like geographic shapes. Yeah, yeah. Just shifting and reshifting, dude. Yeah. And then I feel like there's aliens. Yeah, and then I'll feel like we're in a simulation, and then I already feel like they know. Yeah, so boom, so, boom. So that's what we're doing. So 
yeah, was there any other segments that you wanted to do? I, I, I would also like to do Would You Rathers. I'd like to bring a, a solid Would You Rather um, to the to the table. Hey, I like that. I, like I, that. Love, I love Would You Rathers. They're probably my favorite. There's, there's also going to be the sports section. The sports. Oh, of course. Yeah, we're always going to be kind of, we're, we're big sports guys. That's what we do. But there are no sports. That's the hard part right yeah. now because freaking Corona took it from us. We are desperate. I mean, we got the Aussie football going on, uh, Korean baseball. Dude, have you watched Australian rules football throughout? I have. Not throughout. I'm like I've watched the game, and I've I've learned the rules. It's a weird game. You know, I feel, like I'm at this weird phase of uh, watching cricket, and it's like super late night ESPN, the Ocho, and they have cricket games. I still don't know how cricket is played, but I have watched hours and hours and hours of cricket, and I still have no idea how. Cricket it's cricket was invented by English school children. This is my. I'm only assuming that this is true because this is how the game feels like when you play it. The rules feel completely made up. <laughs> like they're yeah. like, oh, this and this, and you're like, uh, what do you mean? They're like, oh, I get to throw it. At these sticks, right? But I can't bend my elbow because then it's not a throw. It's not a bowl. It's a throw. And you're like, well, who made that up? They're like, we made it up. Yeah. That's the rules. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Kevin and you down need to the stand street. in front of it with another big stick. Yeah, but you can block, you protect it, but if it hits your shin, like this, this is the rule where I was like, okay, someone made this up. Because the, the point of throwing at the wickets, right, the mm-hmm. three sticks, is you're trying to knock this other little stick off the top, mm-hmm. right? So the person swinging the bat, which is a flat bat, yep. right? It, it's designed to protect the wicket, right? Just mm-hmm. to fend it off. And if you hit it, you don't have to run. No. So fat people love it. I know. And it, I like the school. I mean, I definitely think that because it's like five days long. Yeah, test cr- cricket. It's like five days long. Who's got time for that? It's because they have to get through all of the players. Like, everyone gets an opportunity to do all the things. Like, some people suck at it, right? Like, some people are just on the team to, like, do, like, to field and to, mm-hmm. like, hit. But, like, that dude also, to my, I'm again, so I'm there's not entirely really no, There's no, like, left field of, of cricket where no, you just kind of, like, shove them off to the side to catch butterflies in the middle of the no. game. You know, like, where you played. The one really cool thing, whoa, <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Okay, I've played in one Little League baseball game. And where did you play? Well, there's more to the story. So it wasn't it wasn't even my team, and I was only there for one game. And, where, and where did you play? So, yeah, I played in, I played in left field. Okay. Played in left point, field. Point but, proven. But I got on base both times. I went. I was at bat twice. I got did on you base. Take a, did you take a single swing? I did not swing. Oh. I walked. I walked twice. Actually, on the second time, I I thought I had gotten walked, but she was the umpire, who was a lady, very progressive at the time. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, no, that one was a strike. And then I was like, oh, embarrassing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait. And then, you know, because we're like nine. Did you intentionally sh- like shrink your strike zone? Dude, I, I stood there with the bat on my shoulder. I had zero intention. Never, of came, never came off the shoulder? Didn't even think about it. There was no way I was swinging at any ball. Mm, okay. I would have just struck out and walked back because I'm not, dude, I don't do baseball. My mom took me out of baseball when I was a kid because she was like, it's too hot. I'm not watching you do this sport. And at the time, I was a pudgy little, you know, six-year-old. I don't, I don't need that. Uh, it's a health risk for me. I could, 
Dude, I could have died over, of heat stroke overheat, yeah. at any time. I remember in in Coach's pitch, that's how that's as high as I got. Mm-hmm. They had those little like cool bead necklace things. They look like bolo neckties. You know what I'm uh, talking about? Oh yeah. But it's like full of it's like full of some type of rosin that's supposed to hold the water in there. And I just remember standing in the outfield just sucking on it, <laughs> like spinning it because it's supposed to go around the back in left field. Wherever I was, I mean, we're on a rotation. There's other kids that suck too, so they're probably moving over to left field occasionally. Uh, yeah, but I just remember sucking on it, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. That's disgusting." So by like, it was wet throughout the entire game. It See, started as water. It ended as spit. <laughs> my See, own spit. You were there exclusively for the after game snacks. Well, I was there. I was there because my parents signed me up to be there. Like yeah. I wasn't good, but the same thing. I, I mean, it was the same thing with football too but I think the thing the beautiful thing about football besides the brain trauma that it gives you CTE yeah which is an which is another great thing that you can give your children at a small age but there's a role for everybody on a pop run football team you know what I mean like if you're a little pudgy hey man we got a spot for you I know just where you're going it's an equal opportunity sport yeah because really what you need is you need one guy that's good at pop one and just get that dude the ball and then the rest of the other ten dudes, they can just they can just suck. Like they don't because on the other side, it's the same story over there. They suck over there too. So the guy that's actually good, our guy was Aaron Tevis. That guy was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that's when I learned that professional athletes are freaks of nature. Because Aaron Tevis was the greatest like I was when I was a kid, he was like a year older than me or whatever. We were on the same team because I was a little chubby. Mm-hmm. Weight was a factor. Yeah. Right. So I was on the older team and I remember thinking, like, this dude is incredible. And then he went up through high school, and he was great. And I was like, if this dude doesn't make it to the NFL, people don't make it. <laughs> people don't make it. And he got a shot. Yeah. And when he, like, he made it with the Saints, he didn't make it through spring training. And I was like, okay, okay. That's the greatest football player I've ever seen in person. And if that dude can't make it, then those people that do make it are freaks of nature. Yeah, we remember Kadeem Carey, man. U of A guy, CDO, Tucson mm-hmm. boy. Like, I mean, it was unreal. Even yeah. even in, in college. Incredible. He looked incredible in college. And then got to the NFL and played a couple seasons. Saw a couple I, touches, but then... I, the other thing about the NFL is it is very political, and there's you basically get a couple chances. Yeah. Like one or two, depending on where you're, you're drafted at. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel like if Kadeem had gone to a team that kind of valued his running style and didn't and really gave him an opportunity to succeed he would have done really well but he ended up going someplace where you know they had some other running backs he was sharing time you know he was you know kind of brought in to fill like a smaller niche great special teams guy for them like worked really hard but it's hard to it's hard to put it together but then you got then you got guys like nick Foles, who was yeah like he was like decent like, he wasn't, like, a huge, like, oh, my gosh, Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen come through this program. Yeah, I mean, we... But now, look at him. I mean, he's good. getting to make him Mike and Manning in Chicago. Freaking, he's going to get that job. Mitchell Trubisky's a joke. Nah, he's out, man. All of Chicago's out on Mitchell Trubisky. Dude, it is so hard to draft a quarterback. Now, I could not do that, and I will not do that, ever. No. Well, I think part of Chicago's problem was that they were, like, ride or die with Michigan. I mean, it's so hard to, like, draft, and then it's so hard to say, hey, we spent all this draft capital on this guy who we think is going to be the, the face of our franchise, and then just a whiff on, like, 
Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say is that when you look at Mitchell Trubisky, you're like, this dude, that dude's a football player. Like, he's big. He's fast. He's Five strong. Five-tool guy. Five-tool yeah. guy. You're like, oh, he, this dude can do it all. <laughs> but the problem is, is that it turns out he's not that good. No. And it's like you don't really know that until you see him play. So you almost have to pay him first. You know what I mean? It's out of control. So, I mean, it's tough. It's tough out there. That's yeah. why, like, people people have been getting on John Elway and the Broncos for not having a quarterback. But, dude, it's hard. Even when you get a quarterback that you think is good, he might suck, too. Like I still think Drew Locke's – I mean, in, in Drew we trust, oh, man. Oh, gosh, please. I th- give him a chance, man. Dude, I'm totally, dude, totally giving him a chance. Ride or die with him. Dude, I'm on board. But I also understand – it's it's just tough. It's just tough to be a quarterback. It's even tougher to find a quarterback. Can you imagine, dude? There's only thirty two positions. Like there's only thirty two jobs mm-hmm. to be a quarterback, and more than half of them suck. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the the batting percentage of quarterbacks that John Elway has brought into the Broncos organization. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Brock Osweiler. Who yeah. Gosh, that was a tough <laughs> dude. That was a freaking really tough. I hate, but I already did it once with Jake Plummer cheering for the ASU guy on my favorite NFL team. Dude, it's, it's tough, tough, man. Yeah. You got Tim Tebow. Dude, Tebow. That was also the A strangest. Little ahead of his time, maybe. That was the strangest year ever. Dude, <laughs> we all lived it. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Dude, because we hated him, but we didn't hate him because he won. But, like, as a Bronco fan in the back of your head, you're like, but you're also like, he's a really good dude. And then he's like, um, amazingly, we've won these games. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know what's happening here. But it was it was seriously three and a half quarters of just thinking, I could do that. And being so angry that he is there. And then thinking what has happened to the world, yeah. to where this, this person's playing football. And then all of a sudden, everything happened. It's And I think, the, I think at some point, the defense just started like, he, he got in their heads. Mm-hmm. Well, he, it's like he was willing things to happen. It's like you shouldn't be as good as you but are. That, but that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like you can't will – like that doesn't work in real life. You can't be like, I want to go do this and I'm just going to make – like you have to actually have the skills to do it. But magically, crazy things would happen yeah. to allow them to win those games. Those were – that was – Crazy times, and then getting back to it, John Elway with uh, Flacco. That was a oh, shot in the dark. Flacco. But you know, and then who did we draft a kid from Memphis? Who was what was his name again? I've completely. Oh, Paxton right? Lynch. Yeah, he freaking couldn't get off the games. Loves man. the games. Couldn't get Loves off the, the games. Game boys. Hey, but Drew Locke, man, maybe you know. But we, hey, he brought in Peyton, got a Super Bowl, so he did. can't complain. He can't complain. Peyton was the best. So, yeah. So that's, cool. that's sports talking now. You know we got. Cam Newton going to the Patriots? Cam Newton. We, Chandler and I both are under the opinion that Cam Newton was broken yes. by Von Miller in Super Bowl 50. Broke his soul. That's my favorite. It was my favorite part. I remember getting a um, Facebook post because, you know, at the time, the Broncos are in the AFC Championship game. They've just won. I'm all excited. I posted something on my Facebook. or I, It would have been yeah. Facebook. Post on Facebook. And one of my other friends um, goes... Ha ha ha! Good luck with Cam, right? Because mm-hmm. Cam that year was the MVP. Was just incredible, dominant. And I think Cam was thinking the same thing. He went in there real cocky, real happy, and just went into a buzzsaw. That that Broncos defense that year is 
does not get enough credit for how good they were. They were incredible. I think that's why I didn't jump on that fumble in the end zone. Is like, if I jump on here, do you know the amount of human beings that are going to be coming full force with a helmet to my kidney? Well, and I think I think he was hurt. Yeah. I think he was hurt, too. But early in that game, really messed with his rhythm. I'm not sure he was 100%. But to deal with the backlash of being everybody's golden boy, you know, and then to suddenly be, oh, why did all this happen? And what happened to this? And why are you guys so trash? Like... It affected him psychologically, and he has never recovered. But here's the deal, though. Like, I think he's I think he's on his way back. You think so? I do. I do. And it's scary to think so because mm-hmm. now he's with arguably the greatest football coach of all time. Who? In Bill Belichick. Who is an evil genius? I Definitely genius and definitely evil because if you look at the whole timeline of the announcement of Cam Newton coming to the Patriots. Uh-huh. Which, you know, they had the whole spy gate for the Cincinnati, you know, Bengals filming. Yep. And they announced they, the NFL comes down with the uh, announcement of the punishment, and then like fifteen minutes later, right, they come out and say, "Oh, by the way, we signed Cam, we signed Cam Newton for one point one million dollars, a garbage deal, with like up to like seven and a half million dollars incentives." Yeah. Football. So it's like, like, how long were you sitting on that bill? Dude, I think there is some collusion in there because I don't understand why it took other teams so long to sign him. And we all kind of knew he was going to end up with the Patriots. Like, the first day he got released, everyone's like, oh, Bill Belichick's going to get him. And then you, you don't – it just doesn't happen. So you're like, oh, thinking, oh, maybe the Patriots are going a different direction. They know something. But it's a total Patriots move to get some veteran that everyone else has given up on and get – a couple more years out of him. And I think that's the best case scenario for Cam Newton because I think he's a little fragile. He's taken more hits than anybody else yeah. in the NFL, right? Over that's the a problem years with his style, of, his style of, of quarterback. And he's, just a big, he's just a big target, too. And yeah. he's a physical guy, so he doesn't mind taking contact sometimes. But in those cases, it all adds up. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, again, was he a couple years ahead of his time? Because now you got Lamar Jackson, who is just... Electric. Well, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say this right now. Enjoy Lamar Jackson while you've got him, because he will not be this way forever. Yeah. Like it, it, it just it just doesn't work. It, it's very. We've seen it before, right? Do you think injury wise, or do you think he's gonna get his first paycheck and then be like, okay? No, no, no. Injury wise, okay. injury wise, you just can't. You can't maintain that level of play, and then also defenses adjust. Right, like yeah. we've seen huge adjustments in how defenses play, you know that style of quarterback, and it's it's been an evolution really since, you know, Colin Kaepernick and the Forty ers kind of introduced, you know, hey, we can run it this way, this is how we can do it, um, and then obviously they, you know, that offensive coordinator moved over to the Bills and they've just added on to that, mm-hmm. but it's it's going to be something to where the defense changes, you know, we see a ton more like nickel sets, things like that, where you have an extra secondary guy in the field, and speed, linebackers with speed that can really line up. And, yeah. and I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson is a different type of fast. Like, they're fast, and then there's lateral, I mean, lateral just, quickness mm-hmm. and the ability to evade, and he has all of those things. But for how long? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One, one injury, really, and you... I mean, I don't know how it is to get injured, and I'm just a big tubby dude. Yeah. Do you but think Do you think Bills over there in New England trying to like recreate that in, in some sense of the 
of having a quarterback that's super mobile like that? Well, I think I think one thing that Cam Newton is definitely good at is he, unlike any other running quarterback that you can think of, is a legitimate threat between the tackles. And if you're going to run like a kind of a ground and pound offense that really works off of the run, having a solid running quarterback in the background that you can comfortably put in and gain three, four, five yards if Cam Newton is willing to do that, mm. I think that's what Bill is going to do with it. Well, that's, that's his background. Like, he's a Navy man. Like, mm-hmm. his dad was a Navy coach for a long time. Like, he grew up in the Navy program, essentially, and that's mm-hmm. what they're all about, man. It's just running the football. Yeah, well, I mean, that's I mean that's basically their M.O. Yeah. When, when they don't – dude, Tom Brady basically – Talk about the least running quarterback. I know, but what he doesn't do with his feet, he essentially is a running game from, I think, like 80% of his passes are within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Those are glorified running plays, to be honest with you, and and that's just how they do it. So they're either going to get it from dink and dunk, you know, kind of check down offense things and just protect the ball, or they're going to run the football. And either way, that's, that's the style of play that we're we're anticipating a lot of people suddenly think the Patriots are in the Super Bowl this year. I've seen a lot of talk about that on social media. I don't buy it because I don't, I, I am yet to believe. And the reason I feel this way is Cam Newton two years in a row has completely tanked my fantasy team. I take it personal (laughs) because you know what? I get it. I was when it first happened, like right after the Super Bowl, I was like, no, 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 he's broken. So I gave him a year off, and I was like, I'm not going to do it again. But the last two years, he's dropped in the draft. He hasn't been as productive. And I'm thinking, you know what, Cam? This is your year, man. You're going to come back. You're going to do it the right way. You've got some fire. I, I know he's kind of a – have you seen that man's hair lately? Yes. Well, I watched the, I watched the, the training montage. Like, he's got, like, a massive YouTube channel yes. now. And uh, I think that's what – it kind of terrifies me, man, watching, it, watching his workout videos. His hair is one thing. Dude, his hair is intimidating. Yeah, but then he's jacked. Dude, he's super huge. And the, the video he, the video he just recently put out after the announcement, he says, I'm, I'm at your neck. I'm on your neck. Ooh, gosh. Yeah, terrifying. And so it's like, okay, has he just been absorbing all of this negative energy, and has it just given him his superhuman powers again? And is he just now going to buzzsaw through everybody? But again... He's got to go through Baltimore, and he's got to go through Kansas City, which. Yeah, the AFC the AFC is good. Dude, the, dude, the Broncos are back a little bit, too. That defense is going to be good. I know I'm a bit of a homer there, but if we can run the ball, protect the football with Drew Locke, and then, dude, we've got a sleeper good uh, wide receiving core there. God, what was that guy from? We got to get rid of that guy from Utah. Did we get rid of him? Oh, you talking about Bowl? Yeah, the one that we burned a, a high freaking draft pick on. Now he holds every single play. Yeah, he's really good at holding. Yeah. If only that was a skill. Dude, I feel I feel for that guy, man. Oh, it's, it's terrifying, man. It's tough to be out there on the edge, left yeah. tackle. But yeah, it, it is tough. It is tough having to deal with holding penalties on every third play. So a lot of good things to look forward to for the Broncos. Um, Cam Newton, I, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be rooting for him because he took that budget deal, you know, basically league minimum, mm-hmm. like, and it's a prove-it deal. Like, it's it it's valued up to $7.5 million, but mm-hmm. he's got to earn it every step of the way. Well, I think that, I think that is, it, he seems like the type of person mm-hmm. that that 
has just fueled this fire, and he's going to come out angry. Man. Yeah. Like, he's just got, I mean, just a massive chip on his shoulder. Like, everybody passed on me, and I'm going to freaking just destroy everybody. Yeah, 100%. Like, we're talking like, but here's the deal. We're talking like there's going to be an NFL season. Like, we don't even know. We got the Rona going on. That's just screwing everything Dude, up. Dude, the freaking Rona is the worst. And I, I think the NFL is going to have a season just because there's just too much money to yeah. leave. And I think they make they make so much of their money through television anyway mm-hmm. that it's they can still do it. Yeah. I'm a little worried. Um, I mean, baseball is coming back. Basketball is coming back. I'm really excited for the, the rest of the NBA playoffs. I think that's going to be incredible they're to playing watch. In, they're playing in a biodome, essentially. Dude, it's going to be so awesome. They're going to be playing in a biodome where it's Dude, like, it's no one be, in, no one out. It's Thunderdome, last team out. Dude, it's going to be super political with all like the Black Lives Matter stuff, and like, yep. so that'll be like, okay, got okay, I get it, move, I agree, mm-hmm. yep. But the basketball, like, it's going to get weird. I think we're going to see a lot because they're all stacked up on top of each other. It's going to be weird because they're basically going to be all playing at the same place. So you're going to see these dudes that you have to play these series against pretty much all the time, mm-hmm. at least a little bit, a lot more than you would if they're in a completely different state or city. So I think you're going to see some, like, fiery, like, emotions. I th- I'm really excited for, like, the no crowd thing. So you get a lot more, like, I hope they, like, you know, it, you don't want to mic them up, but I would love to hear a like, little bit more. more court noise because that's the thing. One of my bucket list items is to watch a game courtside because I just want to know like what that sounds like mm-hmm. to hear all those dudes like, you know, trash mouth, you know, talking trash and going back and forth. So I hope we get an insight of that. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. I think it's going to go either way though because you got some guys that have just been like on vacation essentially, but then mm-hmm. you hear about like Zion, Zion Williamson, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, he, they said he was just a put in some work and he's just going to be just I mean so much lighter yeah and just bigger than he was before yeah and just making other people look like children well it's going to be it's going to be great for him because he you know has came off an injury mm-hmm. so he kind of came in rested when that second half of the season and then gets a long break and that was the one thing with like rookie basketball players is who who plays 86 games like Growing up, you never, there's no season besides the NBA season that's 86 games. So going into the playoffs, it's essentially another season, yeah. right, if you if you play all the way through the finals. So, and you're going deep into each thing. So it's great for him and the other young players that maybe haven't experienced that before, but it is even better for the older dudes. You know, LeBron, oh, we, yeah. get to see, we get to see LeBron in playoff mode off a three-month rest. That's ultimate load management. Dude, it's going to be so awesome. Dude, it's going to be so awesome. But then awesome. you have players so that are just it. like saying, oh, you know what, I'm not going to come back at all. Well, those people are losers. Yeah, like ah. DeAndre Jordan on the Nets. He's just He said, you know what? But he didn't he, he tested positive, though. He tested positive, but they have a 14-day quarantine period where it's like, okay, you can wait 14 days and then test again, and then you can be admitted into the biodome. But he's like, oh, I'm not even going to do it. Dude. The Biodome. They should They should have had one of the games here in Tucson at Biosphere 2. I know, man. That's the, perfect. The final should be in Biosphere 2. Yes. And they have to sleep in the same room. Yes. But it's not even a room. They just have to all sleep in the grass. Yeah, they could do it in the jungle yeah, section. Yeah, dude. Where it's just like... 
I'm telling you. Dude, they do rotate. It'll be like the freaking um, Pokemon Stadium. They'll just do it in different environments every lost game. Me like, dude, dude, Poke Stadium. That's like for all the different lost Pokemon. It. Okay, Pokemon. There's different types of Pokemon, right? Like Earth, Wind, Water, all those different things, right? So each in the stadium, it has different environments that suit that Pokemon. So kind of like Biosphere 2, you'd be like, game one, the NBA Finals, we played in the water zone. And then it's like, it's like water zone. And then game two, it's like, ooh, dude, now it's the grassy field, and you gotta like change it up. It'd be amazing. It'd kind of be like tennis. You know how tennis, they play on courts, they play on clay, and they play on grass. Mm, It'd kind of be like rotating all through the game seven series. And then when it's your home, you have to play in all of them. You have to play in all of them. Mm -hmm. But the home team gets the pick. Which oh, one, right? So, so like you kind of get so at game seven, I'm assuming you've played in all of the zones. You would be able to pick. Yeah, you get you get to yeah. You get to pick your home court, whatever court you want to play. Mm-hmm. So if you're super good at like the grassy knoll, you can play up on the grassy knoll. Yeah. So what another segment that we're gonna try is, is uh, current events. Current events, and we actually have a couple current events lined up. Yeah, like well, you know, we got the Rona going on right now. Of course. And I am of the firm opinion that Arizona is the best state in the Southwest, and I, I urge anybody to try and change my mind. Go that's ahead. kind of that's kind of a hot take because we are one of the three states that everyone is saying, look how look how bad it is for everyone in Arizona. Look at the cases that are spiking up. But here's the deal, though. Let's we were we were one of the few that that opened up, mm-hmm. and everybody came. Like, we were up at Lake Powell a little while ago, mm-hmm. and we had boats from Utah, we had boats from Colorado, like, everybody was coming to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, I think the spike isn't really representative of Arizona residents. I think everybody else bought the, brought their Rona, we got the Utah Rona, we got the Colorado Rona, we got that New Mexico Rona, definitely that California Rona, because everyone's trying to get out of California, because you can't do anything. You can't do anything in California. Yeah. Well, I... I think that's true, and also let's just go. Let's just go ahead and say it. Arizona of the four corner states is the best. Is the best one oh, yeah. f- for things to do. I mean, there's tons of things to see. I mean, what Utah's got snow in Zion and some arches. Yeah. Zion National Park is dumb, right? Colorado's yeah. got s- mountains. Yeah, but I- Colorado of all the states that you think look like. Like, when you think of Colorado in your mind, and you're like, oh, that's probably what Colorado would look like. It doesn't look anything like that. Unless you've been to Colorado and you know, you're thinking, like, oh, it's like a mountain. It's like, oh, everything's mountain. No, it's, like, flat. Half of it's flat, and then all of a sudden there's mountains, and it, it's weird. Yeah, I, I'm, like I said, I mean, people may have their beef with Arizona, but I honestly think it's the best, man. I mean, we got the three C's. We got the copper, mm-hmm. cotton, cattle. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know? and Citrus. Uh, citrus. Climate. Climate. I Damn, mean, people confuse fact. it. You know, it's hot. Ew. But uh, have you seen the research out there that uh, about the saunas, staying mm. in saunas? There's certain proteins in your in your body that only activate while you are extreme uh, in extreme heat. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I That's get that every day when I go check the mail. Exactly. I get a I get a fistful of hey, heat shock proteins. Vitamin D, big thing to keep the Rona down. Guess what? We got. Surplus of it. Over Arizona. 300 days of sun. Yeah. That's why the biosphere, too. Speaking of bios, that's why it's there. Because it has the most sun of any spot in the world. That's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, try to convince me otherwise, people on Facebook. And we can't leave we can't leave the worst four-corner state out. I mean, we have family in this state, and I'm, I feel bad saying this, 
but New Mexico is it's the worst. It's the worst, man. It's it's if you have to drive to Deming, it is the ugliest road in America. It's the worst. Nothing is pretty. It's flat. It's terrible. It's mm-hmm. hot. And then when you get there, it's 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 not great. Here's the deal, though. They let's let's give them one thing: mm-hmm. green chilies. God bestowed upon them yeah, one they're great like, thing. Hey, you know what? Everybody's gonna hate you, so we're gonna give you one thing. When he was dialing up, when he was dialing up what, like all the different parts of the world, what they would be good at, he he basically took all the other things that most people are average at. He took those away. They're below average in almost everything. Mm-hmm. But he gave them, he bestowed upon them. He gave them the kiss of the green chili, and it is incredible. We're all thankful that we have the green chili, but you do not want to be where green chilies are made. No, you do not. You it's just, the worst. You smell like them all the time. It's, yeah, man. And some of that stuff that they come out of, it's like, you've seen Stranger Things. It's like the Hawkins. It's like the, the, the town there, the Hawkins. It's like Hawkins of the green chili world. They, mm-hmm. come out, they come out with some of the hottest peppers in the world out of that place, man. Some of those, like, I don't like when our family brings those green chilies because they put it in stuff. Melt your face off. I know we had that chili ranch at Lake Powell. That was oh. that was not a joke. No man. And I'm one of those. I'm one of those people that love spicy things, but the spicy things do not love me. Mm-mm. It affects me in yeah. ways that I'm not proud of. Like my eyes sweat. Not like my eyes. Like the inside of my eyes, they all get sweaty. And okay. it's like only only when I do this does that happen to me. Yeah, it's not fun, man. Those things are so hot. But like you. You got. You just keep blunt for punishment, man. You want to keep going back. It is tasty. It is a tasty taste. Okay, speaking of the corona, speaking of food, one of the articles that I have on the current event um, is the winners and losers of fast food chains during the coronavirus. Mm. So um, the can daily. I, can I guess some of the, the top? Dude, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So um, the Daily Meal, the Twitter handle for them, they did a survey where they they looked for the change. In patronage. So, like, how many more customers have you gotten this month because of um, the coronavirus? Because, obviously, drive throughs fast food was one of the big winners mm-hmm. of, of all of this. Because, hey, if you have a drive through nothing's really changed. I actually think if you were a fast food worker for the last three months, you have loved it. Because you haven't had to clean the inside of your store, right? Everything's mm-hmm. been going pretty easy. You just work through the window. It's been incredible. So, of all the places across the U.S., the, they did the 48 lower states. They didn't do Alaska, and they did not do uh, they did not do Hawaii, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay. So, basically, what they did is they found the, the change, the people who have received the highest number of increased sales due to the coronavirus. What state do you want to start with? Mm, start with Arizona. You want to start with Arizona? Mm-hmm. Okay, Arizona. What... Fast food restaurant change, chain. Do you think had the greatest increase? Chick Fil A. That is incorrect. Chick Fil A is the answer for two st- oh four states. Okay, any guesses on what Chick Fil A? Uh, Air, uh, Utah. No, negative. Really? Mm-mm. I don't know, man. Okay, uh, I have to be good at knowing what states look like because they're just the shapes. Uh, Florida. Indiana, Delaware, and Maryland. All they dipped. 
Probably dipped. All Chick-fil-A was the big winner of the Corona experience. Is it Popeye's? Did we get Popeye's? Popeye's is a winner in one state. And this one is obvious. Louisiana? Louisiana. Okay. They, they were like, it's time, people. Let's go. They were like, this is, this is our restaurant chain. This is our chicken. We're going to eat all of it. And I kid you not, the... I'm going to say it right now. The chicken sandwich, I mean, this is not... Oh, here we go. Ooh. The chicken sandwich from Popeye's is the best chicken sandwich. And if, if you're not getting it spicy, you're doing it wrong. The spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's is the best. I don't want to hear anything about it. I still love Chick-fil-A, but it cannot, it cannot Please. compete. You're going to spark some, some feuding on the... Don't at me. I'm turning off the comments on this post. Okay? <laughs> um, so, is it McDonald's for us? It is not. You want me to just go ahead and tell you? Yeah. Sonic. Really? Sonic. Yeah, I was surprised by it too. And Sonic, across the board, was the big winner. Sonic was the biggest jump in sales in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 states. Basically all across the Southwest and the Midwest. I mean, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what it is? You know what it is? I just came up with a theory. It's like dining in, but not really, because you sit in your car and mm-hmm. eat there, you know, in the little stalls, and so it's like you can park up next to your buddy and be like, hey, that's what we used to do in high school. Mm-hmm. We used to just park our, our trucks at the Sonic, sit on the tailgate. And did stuff. you did you go to a Sonic during the corona? I did not. I went, like, three times. Really? I, I See, I, I contributed to this. See, we have more, we have a local spot, EG's. Ooh, yeah, you went to EG's. Oh time man especially because it was orange dream month oh that's yeah my jam. that's your jam for sure for sure um yeah i went i went like three times they had some ice cream things that we were into but it's weird because in one of the early on in the days of the runner we went to the we went to the sonic and they were like hey man you can't stay yeah i was like but i'm in my car they're like no 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 you gotta go they were like super careful about it and so we had to drive someplace else and eat it it was weird, but I think they got that figured out. It shut down every other stall. Yeah, it got weird because it, it is unique. This is Sonic is a unique one because it is both. Um, yeah, it, it's both. It's both drive in and it's sit down because you could sit in your car and technically you could just park next to your buddies and, and eat it in the back like you were saying. Yeah. So that that was one of it. Um, one of the interesting ones that I saw was California. What do you think the big jump in California was? Taco Bell? No, McDonald's. And my theory with that is, is it was all those like West Coast liberal people that like all they eat is tofu and they're like super in and they're not on gluten. And then like the world hit and they all went into depression. So they need some comfort food. Like I gotta go back to McDonald's. And they just, they just dominated it. Because of all the states here that I'm looking at, they have the best options. Yeah. They've got, I'm super surprised in and out isn't on there, but also Five Guys, all those, but I guess Five Guys is tough because it doesn't have a drive-thru. Yeah. But in and out for sure, like you would imagine in and out would see big jumps in California, but no, they went back. They went home. They went home to the They found their home under the arches, (laughs) and they did it. Uh, Taco Bell was also a big winner. Um, Kind of the surprise with Taco Bell, all northern states, um, Oregon, uh, Minnesota, Michigan, Ohio, and then all the New England states up there. You think they're just late to the party? They're just discovering fast Mexican food? Dude, I don't know. I, I, can, can you call it Mexican food or is that an insult? No, it's its own food? thing, and it really is a crime. 
that that like someone in Maine. I'm looking at Maine on this map. They don't. I don't think the Mexicans make it up to Maine. Well, I think they think that's Mexican food in Maine. Well, I think I think the mid the the like the East Coast they have different like Latin communities in there. Like that's like Puerto Rican. Like my wife has a ton of Puerto Rican family. You know. Back there, I don't think they get a lot of Mexicans per se. Yeah. They're getting a different type, so it's like it's just different food. So it's like their Taco Bell. If if you're trying to find Mexican food, that may be one of the only options they're getting, and yeah, I I, I feel bad for them. Again, pro Arizona, best Mexican food around, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, Culver's actually made the list in two different states: Wisconsin, which is their home base, mm-hmm. and uh, South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. Eight people and eight there, I guess. Yep, and it totally swayed the numbers, <laughs> threw everything off. And then Wendy's. Wendy's was the other one that uh, was a winner in the state. Uh, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine states chose uh, Wendy's. I'll beat that. All yeah. Right. Imagine that. So Corona, it's, it's losers for some. It's winners for others if you're in the fast food industry. Hey, man, glad you've been able to keep your job. Um Arizona just recently re-shut down things. For a second time. So we're super bummed about that. Um, but, you know, it was gyms, which obviously we do not frequent very often. No. <laughs> Dude, I've had a gym membership for a year and a half now. <laughs> hey, maybe this I can't is a, cancel it. Maybe it, this it, is the time to cancel it. Maybe I'm too this. afraid. I'm too afraid <laughs> to call. I tried to cancel it one time, and they were just like, nah. There's a Seinfeld episode about that. If you I know, I it, dude, it's real. It's real talk, man. Like, I try. I shot my shot one time, and they just shut you down. So, and they give you guilt. They're like, "Oh, you're you're canceling," and you're like, "Oh, you want to lie?" So I was a member of the same gym you were. Mm-hmm. There's a little story time here to to wrap up the the podcast. It's an anytime fitness. It's about six minutes from our house. Yeah, so I was a member. Now, if they are listening to it, they know this now. But it's uh, and so I was a member of that. And I was going to have to start working out of town quite quite often mm-hmm. and, and traveling a lot. And so I got my boss to write a letter, and I made official letterhead for the company. And I had him write a letter saying, hey, he's going to be spending the vast majority of his time out of town where there is no anytime fitness. Um, so he's going to have to be relocated for work. Uh, so, you know, he's just not going to be able to be here in town. And so that was enough to get me out of my contract. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I, I had him sign it, official, everything. Dude, I wrote the whole thing and just said, hey, sign this for me. You had to forge documents. I didn't, I didn't forge documents. Mm, I mean, pretty I, much sounds like you forged documents. Well, here's the deal. It was, it was a real company. It was a real job. Mm-hmm. And my boss read it over and signed it. And so, you know, I think that falls on him now. That's, yeah. that's, I washed my hands of that. That's a forgery, 100%. Um, but yeah, so I've thought about it. I've also thought, well, you know what? Six more months, <laughs> you know, when you've already <laughs> went, dude, Money. I lost the key fob. I couldn't go in there if, if I wanted would. to, <laughs> like I, I can't get in and I'm not going in there when, the, cause how in any time fitness works is there are people in staff between like normal business hours, but then you use this little key fob to open the door and it says your name. It's like, Sterling. Meyer, and it says your name, and you're like, oh, welcome to the gym, right? I've lost that, so I can't get in. So the only time I can get in is when people are there, and I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. I'm like, what? what's that story going to go with? I'm going to go in there looking all fat and happy. 
walking in like, hey, man, I want to cancel my gym. And, oh, by the way, I lost my key fob. So, <laughs> Hey, sorry. here's the deal, though. Post-Rona, everyone's going everyone's gonna to look like that. Yeah, that's true. That's I have fine. a buddy, Ruben, my, my buddy from Australia, mm-hmm. Michigan. He tagged me in the 25 push-ups a day thing. Have you seen those going around? Yeah. Oh, dude. No, no one has tagged me yet, and don't you dare tag me because I will not. If I do it, I mean, I got to tag 25 people because you do it for 25 days, so. I, don't do that. Well, I might. Well, you haven't even begun, so. No, and I probably won't. I feel bad because I was, you know, this is one of his top 25 dudes to think of to do something, and it's. Did he list you off in order? No, I was 16th. Ah, see, I mean, top five maybe. I feel like it. if I was in. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I feel like if I was in, like, his top two. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I was, like, his second dude, I'd be like, oh, okay. But I was watching it, and I actually missed the day. He was like, I didn't even notice that it was me on the thing. Well, it's Australia, man. You're, like, a, you're, it's weird. Time conversion. It is weird. I never know what day it is there. And sometimes I call him, and he's like, it's freaking 1 a.m. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's not my fault. No. It's not my fault your time's all screwed up. You're standing on your head, upside down down there. Anyway, anything else? You got any more current no, events? No, man. I mean, this is uh, shaking the rust off. We're back at it. We appreciate you guys listening and sticking with us. For this yeah, if you've, made it, if you've made it all the way through this podcast, take We'll five. see you on Sunday dinner, essentially. Exactly. I'll see you, I'll <laughs> see you on Tuesday, Mom. Um, <laughs> if you've made it all the way through the podcast, thank you for doing that. Hopefully you've listened to this wherever you have listened to all the other podcasts you listen to. Whatever platform you like listening to it on, give it a like. Give us a five-star rating. It helps, apparently. I don't know. That's what people always say at the end of these things. And we want to be successful at this. So please go ahead and do all those things. But more importantly, go to the Facebook page or just text us. Yeah. Right? I mean, people listening to us have our number. Yeah. If you've got our number, send us a text. Post it on our Facebook page if you don't have that. Um... We're looking for current events you want us to go over. We're looking for uh, activities you want us to talk about. Maybe we've done them, different hobbies we've done. If you have questions about the hobbies that we're already currently into, I think one of my light bulbs is out back there on my thing. Stupid. Oh, no, it's good. Anyway, hit the Facebook page up, comment on it, make sure you're interacting with us that way. Um, we're really, we're really going to try to make a run at it this time. Um, yep. So we're hope, we're hoping that we, we can get a little community going, and you guys can look forward to this being a part of your weekly routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll put some videos up on our Facebook page too of kind of how things are going and a little behind the scenes action. So I'll be look out, on the lookout for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Bigger and better things coming your way. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the first episode of season two of the Dueling Dealer Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks guys. See you.